Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. You know, Lamar University, its faculty, staff, students, alumni, we've all been working on a strategic plan for 2020-2025. And while not completely finalized, one of the components of the plan, I'll just share with you kind of a little sneak peek, Our goal of the plan is to provide more experiential learning opportunities, which includes internships, research, undergrad research especially, cooperative work programs, and more study abroad opportunities. So here to talk about a very specific and um, I guess very very unique study abroad program is Dr. Gavorg Sargasan, who is uh, a professor in the Department of Economics and Finance in the College of Business. And now that I have said your name, I think correctly, yes. that, that'll be the, the, the uh, hardest part of the entire interview. I promise. It normally, it normally <laughs> works in that way. <laughs> okay. I I've also got um, Paul Lachelet. He is the director for the Center of Innovation, Commercialization, and Entrepreneurship. So you guys are planning this trip. Um, you've been on it before? Yes, I designed the course. And uh, first time we started last year, and Henry Venta took a group of students to Spain. And we tried to modify and make it better and better and better so students can have more experiences, learn more about uh, international business. How long have you done the trip? Is it just the second uh, year? This is the third time. The this third, is the third year. time, yep. So fairly new program. Yep. We- what all? Where all do the students go, and for how long? Okay, so uh, we designed the course in a way that they can have experience in European university campus, uh, have some seminars about international finance, about marketing, about uh, best managerial practice of multinational companies. So. Besides of those uh, seminars, we also have business trips. So students visit multinational big businesses. Oh, what businesses? Uh, there How are cool. different businesses, uh, shoe manufacturing companies that they export and uh, A lot of produce. fashion over there. Yeah, a lot yeah. of fashion over uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Uh, there are some agricultural firms. There are firms that produce chocolate, typical Spanish products that they Shoes produce. Shoes and chocolate. And I-, I can go. So, yeah. <laughs> So we Sounds try good. to diversify and uh, select different kind of businesses that they can visit. And the biggest part of the visit is European Intellectual Property Office. Uh, and it's located in Alicante, in that city, and it's international office. So students visit there. They get impressed. They learn about new opportunities, how they can become expatriates, how they can uh, do an internship in multinational companies. And at the same time, they oh, do wow. some cultural activities. Now, have we placed some students over in Europe? I mean, are, are students actually um, applying and going and doing some of these um, internships? Or are we just starting to kind of get into that? We're starting to get into that. College of Business has cooperati- cooperation agreement with uh, University of Rennes in France. Mm. So uh, it's a long-term exchange program. Really? Uh, students who take this taste and go for short uh, two-week uh, study abroad, uh-huh. they understand the importance, how it's important to study abroad, how they became more international, and how they understand how important is global enrichment. And a couple of them decide to go and spend semester over there. So wow, that year, would be a great experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This year, Paul actually will take a group of students, and we're trying to expand our relationship with the University of Alicante, sign a memorandum of understanding, and provide opportunity for long-term mobility after that. Probably next year, or finger crossed, uh, probably 
in next semester we can offer students for long-term exchange opportunities and also mobility opportunities for faculty. Well, and I'm just assuming that students from there will come here. Yes. Is that the, kind of yes. the exchange program? That's the all. Uh, philosophy of long-term exchange. You send one student, you receive mm -hmm. one student, you send one faculty member, you receive one faculty member, and they spend that year actively working and studying and doing all the uh, coursework, and then they go back. Got it. So where does the Center for Innovation, Commercialization, and Entrepreneurship fit into all this, Paul? Well, I'm also a faculty member of the College of Business, so I teach <coughs> courses, <coughs> undergraduate and graduate courses. And so uh, every year we rotate uh, professors who get to go to the various places. I got the lucky draw of, of Alicante. I was going to say. Uh, and what, what we're mentioning he, here yeah, is also Alicante, awesome. we actually do it twice a year. So it's a winter program and a summer program. So although it's been three times out there, it's only been about a year and a half in existence. So it is very new. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So three times a year. So you're going to go when? Winter. So January 6th to the 20th. Okay. How many students usually go? But uh, this year we're looking, or this uh, time up, we're looking about between 10 and 12 coming out. Uh, possibly more. We're still, you know, deadline's two days away, so we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, benefit to the students? Uh, short term, no. long term? <coughs> what do you think? All those things. So I went to China as a professor over there uh, teaching uh, a course with, with them. And for me, it opened my eyes about the Chinese economy and really the competition that we're getting from China. So I, I've traveled all over the world uh, in my previous jobs, all over Western Europe, all over Asia. And it was uh, only my second time to China. <coughs> and a lot has changed in the 15 years since I've been there. Uh, and what I realized that the low-cost manufacturing that was going on in China that they were so dominant in is pretty much gone. It's now going to Vietnam and Africa, and now China's taken on artificial intelligence, advanced manufacturing. <clears throat> and so for me, you have to it go opened to up a whole that. world. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And so imagine a student who really hasn't gone outside of Texas, perhaps, or, or the area very much, um, gets a new experience. So when I took my students this last time in China um, in 2018, only one had been outside the United States. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, actually, every one of them had only been around just the local area. So they went on a you know 10-hour flight, uh, went to different cities all across China, different cultures, all compacted in about 12 days of, of study. Well, and so let me let me just interrupt <coughs> you there. Travel mm -hmm. is, is something mm -hmm. to learn how to do. And if you've never yeah. done it, that right there yeah. is a wonderful life experience yeah. to, to learn how to navigate through an yeah. airport and to deal with the whole luggage yeah. and the security. And, and to do this on your own is difficult. So right. it's much easier if you have a group of students, of peers, right, right. faculty members to help you through. Mm -hmm. So it just makes the whole experience a lot easier for everybody. Right. Uh, just real quick, tell, tell the folks what the CICE is, the Center for Innovation, Commercialization, and Entrepreneurship. I like to say it over and over again because it's so long and sometimes I forget the order of the Right, language. but we do all three <laughs> of those things. So we, yeah. we help uh, innovation. We help with Innovation Corridor at the university, work with different labs and colleges to develop new technologies. We also work as an incubator in the entrepreneurship side with technology-based companies. We have about uh, six companies that are in our building, and I work with about 12 clients total all over the world. Well, all over North America, I should say, uh, and develop their technologies and try to get them to market. Hopefully, at some point in time, they may settle in this area. Our purpose to diversify the economy. So we work on all of those things to really develop <coughs> the technology prowess of Lamar University. Very good. Students need to sign up now to, for these programs, right? Right away. Right away. Very good. Any, any Don't miss uh, it, It's a fantastic experience uh, for all students. <clears throat> and um, I just really enjoy watching students' face when they uh, have this kind of experience. And it's fantastic for the resume, too. Just Li saying. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure light bulbs go off, and yes. it's just amazing to watch. Yeah, it, it really it, it's something you have to experience in order to, to understand.
Thanks for being here. Appreciate the information. So not only is Lamar University the socioeconomic driver in Southeast Texas, contributing $263 million to the economy and supporting more than 3,800 jobs, it's also a cultural center. So if you're looking for something to do, you don't need to go any further than lamar.edu because you will find all kinds of great things going on from lectures to art to theater and dance and the production of permanent collection it's the second stage performance this semester is uh coming up and and here to tell us all about it is the star of the show i never get to have stars of shows (laughs) on my show austin jones uh welcome austin so glad you're here thank you for having me theater major from houston yes ma'am what year are you uh i am actually class of 2015 graduated from high that's when i graduated from high school and i'm Officially class of 2019 for Lamar University, since this is my last semester. Okay. Okay. So you are graduating. That was an interesting way of saying, I'm going to do it in six years, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a while to figure out what you had meant by that. So my mind was trying to No shame in that. I like it. You know what? If I could stay in college, uh, you know, you you learn after you get out. It was too quick. You know, you need to to soak it up and and, um, enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Adulthood is long enough. Yeah. I eventually (laughs) learned that, like, college is, like, the main place where you need to like learn how to do things and it's where you're most accepted when it comes to like making mistakes since that's where you should really learn from it while you're becoming that oh, type of adult. Oh, you're so wise. <laughs> yeah, hang out, man. It's I, great. I have wi- I've had wise people that taught me well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So permanent collection. I never heard of it. I've never heard of it. And um, so give us a little synopsis. What's it about? Well, it's written by Thomas Gibbons and it features a man that has became the director for the Morris Foundation, which is a collection of an of impressionist art. And given that he's a black man, it also kind of layers with uh, trying to involve more or show off more African culture that was more diversity. Uh, yes, yeah. more diversity within uh-huh. the art that was collected. So he has to pretty much fight through this situation that he's going through. And <laughs> I like what the synopsis that I read said about it. It kind of delves into how much space, both figuratively and literally, the that uh, white people leave for uh, the black people for this world. So there's some history, there's some culture, there's some uh, race issues. Yes, definitely race issues, especially from uh, Sterling's perspective. Okay, so kind of a it's a drama. Yes. Okay, um, big production, small production. Uh, sort of a small production, but it's done in a big theater and sort of in a, I guess in a sort of big scale too, because we have three projections that are going to be used to project from behind the walls that they're going to be used on. They're going to be showing the... High tech. Yeah. They're going to be showing the uh, art pieces that are in the foundation. And there are going to be some uh, physical remakings of some important pieces as well. Oh, really? And the audience is going to be on the stage themselves. They're going to be on one side of the stage seeing... Uh, basically being pretty much like the fourth wall for the uh, foundation. So participating in art. I mean, we'll, we'll attend the stage production, but actually participate in art as well. For, almost, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's a, this, this is a really a really interesting show. Based on a uh, true story, right? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Well, very interesting. I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't know the story. So uh, talk to me. When does this show take place? Uh, the show takes place next weekend. It opens 
on November 7th and through the 7th, 8th, and 9th. It'll be at 7.30 p.m. And then we're having a Sunday matinee on November 10th. That's a sun on Sunday, like I said. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a Sunday matinee at 2 o'clock. So three performances. Uh, four performances. Four performances. I'm sorry. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday matinee. Yes. I, I'm a journalism major. I flap my arms at numbers. <laughs> That's why I can't. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and um, tickets are between 7 and $15. They're available at lamar.edu. That's... Um, uh, and then you go to uh, the the ticket uh, L U T D T I X. Yes, is that right? Yes. Okay, just want to get that right. Or you can call eight eight zero two two five zero. Yes, I love it. Uh, how many how many uh, actors in this show? There are six actors total. Okay, so it's kind of a it's kind of a small performance. Is yeah. this your first time to be in a show? Uh, no, I've been I've actually been in the show since uh, my first semester here when I wasn't even a theater major. So I had uh, I starred in a show called Mrs. Warren's Profession, which is a George Bernard uh, classic play. The next semester, I immediately had the role of Romeo and the lead role in Romeo, Romeo and, and Juliet. Juliet. And then uh, I've been in at least one show every semester. What well, piques my curiosity? So you weren't a theater major, and somehow you found yourself, yeah. into, and now you've starred in four different shows. Yeah, I've been. Uh, so my first semester, I was a film major because since okay. I wanted to be an actor, I wanted to learn film. Yeah, focus on film. Mm-hmm. But I had uh, when I was in that show, Mrs. Warren's Profession, I had grown to enjoy theater even more than I already did. So I immediately once I immediately decided to change my major and focus more on that because since I wanted to become an actor, I figured I should uh, learn the different aspects of becoming an actor as well. Smart, I like it. So now you're gonna go out and be an actor. Yes. All right. You'll sign autographs after the show. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will. I definitely will. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're uh, proud to have you here on the show. Good luck. Break a leg. Thank you. Uh, and enjoy. Uh, Want to let you know that we have several performances going on at Lamar University uh, that you'll need to um, mark your calendar. On November the sixth, the percussion ensemble concert is in the Rothwell Recital Hall at seven thirty p.m. And then on November. 8th and 9th, the Lamar Opera Theater presents an evening of Aaron Copland. It's at the Rothwell Recital Hall also at 7.30 p.m. And then get your holidays started right uh, before Thanksgiving. The Holiday Jazz Concert is November the 21st, Rothwell Recital Hall at 7.30 p.m. So, like I said, you don't need to go far to find something to do in Southeast Texas, just lamar.edu. Hey, thanks for listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University.